Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this podcast, I'm going to go over um, some things that you may want to do now that the season is winding down. We're heading into the off season as far as upgrading your equipment pad for the uh, spring season. So I'll go over some things that I think would be essential to upgrade um, going into the next season. And I'll kind of give you an idea of the cost of it and the reason why you probably should think about upgrading uh, different parts of your equipment um, during the off season. This episode of the Pool Guy Podcast Show is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy to use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at getjobber.com forward slash IM forward slash pool to receive 20% off your first six months. So even though we keep the pools open year round in my area, it's still a pretty seasonal business. And from November all the way through the beginning of March, not a lot of uh, customers are getting their equipment upgraded and they're not really looking at their pool that much in the off season here. Um, Even though the pools are open, they're not covered and we maintain them every week still. Um, A lot of times you're thinking about different things. In November, you're thinking about the holidays and December also. And then in January, you're not really focused on your pool because it is um, pretty cold here in Southern California and rainy January, February. So you're not really looking at your pool equipment. But however, you could probably get the best deals on your equipment installs in this particular time. And instead of waiting for, you know, March or April, when everyone's starting to gear up, getting all their equipment installed, you can get it done pretty quickly um, if you do it in the off season before uh, spring starts. So I definitely would recommend you know picking a time um, after the new year um, or even before the new year and assessing your equipment, having someone come out and give you an estimate for how much it would cost to get certain things replaced. So I would really consider replacing the items um, in your equipment area that are going to maximize the money savings going forward in the new year or the new pool season. And the number one thing you can replace that will maximize your savings and actually you can recover your the cost very rapidly is to replace your standard speed pump with a variable speed pump. So basically you're going to be paying a lot of money up front. Sometimes they offer rebates um, in your area for this. Other times they won't. Um, but if even without the rebate, the fact that you're replacing a standard speed pump with a variable speed pump is going to allow you to recoup your money very rapidly. So for example, if you have a um, 1.5 horsepower standard speed pump and you're running it 8 hours a day, every hour that you're running that pump is like having 18 100 watt light bulbs on. So besides your air conditioner, the, pool, the standard single speed pool pump is your second largest Um, electricity consumer at your property. Um, In some cases, it's the number one consumer of electricity during the season. 
And so with a variable speed pump, how this works to save you money on your electricity costs is that you're going to be running it at a lower speed than the full speed of a single speed pump. For instance, a single speed pump will run at 3450 RPMs. That's the only speed it runs at. So the variable speed pump, you can actually lower that down and run it at different speeds. So you can run it on low speed for 10 or 12 hours a day. Let's say you're going to run it at 1800 RPMs. That's like having maybe 130, 140 watts of power every hour. And then if you wanted to run it at a higher speed, let's say 2400 or 2600 RPMs, it's like having, um, you know, using 400 watts of electricity. So, so running your pool with the variable speed pump at different speeds is going to save you at least half your electricity cost going forward. So within two years, the variable speed pump will pay for itself, sometimes even sooner than that. So if you're looking to upgrade your pool pump or your pump and motor are getting pretty old and you're thinking next season I want to upgrade the pump, I highly recommend the variable speed pump. Now there's also um, Century Motors and there's a few other manufacturers that make a variable speed, variable speed motor and you would just keep your existing pump. It works on most pumps except for maybe the, the very large uh, pumps like the Hayward North Star and Jandy Stealth, they're pretty big pumps. It wouldn't work on those, I don't think. But for your standard pumps, you can just get the standalone VS motor and then take out your old single speed motor and put this on here. They work really well. The menu is not quite as interactive as a full VS pump that you would purchase through a leading manufacturer like Pentair, Hayward, or Jandy. But it's a, a good way to get a variable speed pump without replacing your whole pump and it's very affordable. I definitely would recommend at least doing that going into the next season. The worst thing you want to do is replace your single speed pump with another single speed pump. In fact, in California, I think starting next year, or if it hasn't started already, they're going to regulate replacing a standard speed pump unless it's used for a water feature. Um, you have to have a rail speed pump replaced, replacing your standard speed pump. So your pool pump is the best thing to focus on going forward into next season to replace and definitely get a variable speed pump. I have a previous podcast. You can find it um, in the podcast index that I that I have in my blog article and I compare the three major big three variable speed pump manufacturers. And So you can pick and choose uh, which variable speed pump you want based on um, which one you think is best for your pool situation because they're all a little bit different and you may like one brand over another I have one preference, but they're all going to save you money regardless of which brand you use over your standard single speed pump. So the next piece of equipment that I would really focus on would be your pool filter. And it's very, it's very underrated how much the pool filter affects the water quality of the pool. And I think this is one thing that's often overlooked by consumers is that your filter is a huge contributor to the water quality of the pool. So if you've, been, if you've been running your pool with a very undersized filter or if the filter is really old or if the filter is not really effective, you definitely want to upgrade the filter because number one, you're going to see a huge increase in the water quality. You're also going to allow your pool to be a lot safer to swim in with the filtration system working properly. And it's going to just be a lot easier to maintain your pool with a good running filter. So if you have a small filter, and your pool is fairly large, or if, the, if you know that the filter is undersized for your pool, this happens a lot in Florida. A lot of times they'll put the single bullet cartridge filters in 
you know, a 15,000 gallon pool, which is okay, it's rated for that. However, you'd have a better water quality and you would have to clean your filter a lot less if you had, instead of having a 100 square foot cartridge filter, if you had a 300 square foot or 400 square foot cartridge filter. So here in California, in my area, we don't install anything under, you know, 300 uh, square feet for cartridge filters. And for D filters, we try to install everything at 48 square feet or 60 square feet or larger. And of course, if you have a sand filter, you want to have a 300 or 350 pound sand filter minimum um, just to keep the water quality um, not a factor. And so if you have an undersized filter, you're going to do spend a lot more time putting chemicals in your pool, cleaning your pool, you're going to have more problems with algae. You have to run your pool longer to keep it clear, so you'll be wasting more energy because you have to run your pool longer um, because the filter's not working as effectively. So the first big upgrade besides the pump would be your filter. So I've gone, I've had pools that went from I had one pool that's about 20, 25,000 gallons roughly, and it had a 36 square foot D filter on there pretty much forever. It was the old Purex uh, stainless steel one. And the customer upgraded to a Pentair Clean, Clean and Clear Plus 520 square foot cartridge filter. And I gotta tell you, it's night and day. First of all, the flow from the pump increased, probably doubled the flow of that pool right away. In fact, I had to change the valve so that it has more spa return. It has a pool skim on there, so it was having way too much return on the return lines in the pool. And then the second thing I noticed is that the water quality improved dramatically. There was no longer any problems with algae, and the water looked much clearer. And so that's one thing that you want to consider is that your filtration system, if it's undersized, if you've been struggling all season long with your pool that's cloudy, You've been putting a lot of chlorine in the pool, and you've been running your pool a long time to keep it clear. Replacing the filter would be a good uh, step, a good thing to do um, at that point. And I think if you want to replace both your pump and filter, if you can afford it, I definitely would recommend doing that and replacing both at the same time. I have a preference for cartridge filters. I think they're much better than DE filters for a number of reasons, mainly because they're not as messy. I really think DE filters can be very messy, especially if you have an all cement deck and it's just not the best filter to put in. I think cartridge filters have a lot more square footage than the DE filter. If you compare them, the cartridge filter is four or eight times larger than a DE filter depending on what size you put in. You're going to get a lot better filtration out of them. Yes, they don't filter down to the same micron as a DE filter, which is about three to five microns. But filtering down to 15 or 20 microns is perfectly fine for most pools. I'm going to take a pause right here. And I mentioned Jobber at the beginning of this podcast. And with so many different softwares out there, it can be very confusing to know which software is best for your business. And more importantly, which software is the most effective. And I can tell you right now that Jobber is very easy to use. It's very simple. And it'll do everything you need it to do. You can schedule appointments for you, remind the customers of your appointment, you can get paid partially up front. You can get paid when you're on the job site for the remainder of the balance of the bill. And there's just so many things that Jobber can do. It's very easy to use. They have a great tech support team. And it's very easy to sign up and get started. And if you sign up at the link provided at the beginning of the podcast, you can save 20% off the first six months. And so if you have a small 100 square foot cartridge filter, and this happens a lot in Florida, 
the builders will put in a 100 square foot or 150 square foot cartridge filter for a 15 or 20,000 gallon pool, which is perfectly fine because they are rated for that filter size. However, you'll notice a big difference in a 320 square foot filter or 400 square foot filter versus the 100 square foot filter right away. So I definitely would recommend upgrading your small single filter to a four cartridge type filter. And if you have a small D filter, I definitely recommend switching over the cartridge and really expanding the square footage of that. And the square footage of the cartridge filter, um, the, the reason why you have so much is because of the pleats and the way that the cartridges are designed. So they have these ridges in them and that gives you the increased square footage whereas the D filter just has the flat grids and that's where you lose that square footage. So if you have a 48 square foot D filter and you put a 400, you know, 420 square foot cartridge filter in, you just um, increased your square footage by 10 times basically. And that's gonna really show up in the water quality and the ease of use. And I really like the cartridge filters because you just take them out and you hose them off. So the only drawback of course with the cartridge filters, if you live in an area where there's a lot of dust and dirt that blows in your pool, um, like the high desert or Arizona, may not be the best choice because you, you can't backwash them, so you have to take them apart and clean them. However, in most other regions of the country, the cartridge filter definitely would be the choice for the pool. And even in those regions with a lot of dirt and dust, you just have to clean them more often. They still pick up a lot of dirt. Um, I think they're just a, a better choice versus the DE or sand filter. So the typical cost, of a variable speed pump upgrade would be anywhere from $900 to $1,600 depending on you know the horsepower, the brand, um, the features of the pump. So it is a lot more expensive than a single speed pump replacement. Um, in some cases it's a lot more expensive. In other cases it's not really a huge jump depending on your area again. And definitely um, there are rebates that are offered by your local power company. Um, usually they'll offer you a $200 rebate or something in that range. So it's definitely not, you know, a, a major expense, but it is more expensive than, of course, a single speed pump replacement. And it is more expensive than replacing just the motor on your single speed pump. If the motor is no good and you you want to just replace the motor, definitely it's much more expensive. However, like I mentioned the um, savings on electricity is, is going to allow you to recoup that cost of that VS pump very quickly. And as far as the filter, uh, depending on your region and what size filter, um, you know, the four cart 420 square foot cartridge filter in my area, you can get it installed for about $1,200, $1,300, uh, maybe a little bit lower depending on the brand you choose. Um, so it is a little expensive also to replace your filter. It's not going to be something that um, is is inexpensive to do but it's definitely a worthy upgrade. Um, you can get a smaller cartridge filter, let's say 300 square foot one and that'll drop the price down um, for you. And you can of course call your local pool store or check online to see the price point in your area but um, again it's not an inexpensive upgrade but just if you calculate how much you're gonna save in chemical use and how much you're gonna save by not running your pool um, much longer than you need to, then a new filter will actually pay for itself also in the long run. You just got to look at it that way that you're going to be saving on chemicals. You're not going to be shocking your pool every week. 
you're not going to be spending a lot of time brushing and maintaining it or fighting a pool that has really bad water quality. And you're not going to be running your pool an extra four or eight hours a day because it's not clearing up. So, so even though the initial price point of a new filter is high, um, the benefits you're going to receive during the pool season is going to um, counter that price point. And probably in two or three years, you're going to recoup the price of that filter for sure, um, just for the fact that you're not going to be spending extra money on the chemicals and again on the extra runtime. So those are the two main upgrades that I definitely would consider. The next thing I would consider doing is adding a salt water system to your pool. This is a great way um, not to save money, of course, because if you've heard me talk about saltwater systems, it's not really a money saver. However, it is ease of use. So if you put a saltwater system in, you don't need to be putting chlorine in your pool. It'll generate the chlorine on the spot for you. It'll also um, make your pool a lot easier to maintain for the fact that your pool is not going to be um, fluctuating with the chlorine level. So for instance, one week you have it at three parts per million. The next week it zeroes out and you have algae blooming. But a saltwater system, basically, if you set it correctly, is going to produce enough chlorine every day to keep that chlorine level at a high level. You're not going to have the wide fluctuations in the chlorine level, which will cause uh, poor water quality and algae, things like that. So you'll save a lot of time with a saltwater system, and it makes um, the pool really easy to maintain. And that would be the reason why I would recommend it not for any cost savings because the initial cost of the system is really expensive. Um, Inyo Pools has a really good um, salt, salt system for sale. Um, I think it starts at $500 and I have one of my one, one of my accounts has the um, salt system. It is called the Pure Line Crystal Pure Salt System. It looks a lot like the Hayward Aquarite system. Um, the cell almost looks just like the uh, T-cell that the Hayward makes. And so far, it's been running for about two months now, um, and it's working really well. I think it, it's really easy to adjust. I really like the controls, and it gives you the salinity level, which is a nice thing to have with a salt water system. And again, it starts at, um, I think, around $500 or something like that. So it's a good uh, choice for a salt water system. I think you can also get, of course, the Jandy True Clear or the Pentor Iclor which are under $1,000 also for their systems. And those are excellent saltwater systems. So the cost of the saltwater system has actually been dropping over the years. A lot of off-brand manufacturers also. So it's not a huge expense, but of course it's, it's going to be a pretty big expense because compared to the cost of um, using chlorine and the cost of the replacement cell in the future, it's not going to save you money. Um, but it'll save you time, it'll save you headaches, and it'll make maintaining your pool easier. So in that regard, I definitely would recommend the saltwater system um, if you're going to upgrade for the next season. And so you have your variable speed pump, you have a new filter, and then you have a saltwater generator, which will generate the chlorine or make the chlorine for you so that you don't have to worry about the chemicals fluctuating in the pool. I guess I should point out that one of the side effects of the saltwater system is that it'll raise your pH in your pool. So be prepared to be using more muriatic acid than you've used before because of that reason. However, it does eliminate the need for tablets which add cyanuric acid to the pool. So you kind of win in that area and kind of lose in the fact that you're going to be spending more money on muriatic acid 
And then I guess I can even go further and say that if you want to counter the high pH in the saltwater pool, you can add borates to the pool to bring the level to 30 to 50 parts per million. And borates will act as a buffer for the pH and it won't rise as rapidly or rise as high um, without the borates in the pool. I guess all that to say that there is a downside to the salt system and that is the fact that um, the pH will rise, but there are ways to counter that. And the borates are a great way to counter that, the rising of the pH in the in a saltwater pool. And so if you could do all three of those things, you would really have a great setup going into next season and definitely would recommend that. If you wanted to do one more upgrade, it's all it's one of those things that um, is a convenience upgrade would be automation. And if you really wanted a simple way to automate your system, if you're getting a variable speed pump upgrade anyway, Hayward has the uh, Hayward Omni VS with the smart pool control. So you would have to purchase a Hayward variable speed pump and then you would get the smart pool control which would make your system an automated system basically because you can add devices to it and you can add valve actuators to this to this the smart pool control so that you can go from pool to spa mode um, with your phone with an app. So to me that's the easiest automation to add. Again you're limited because you have to purchase a Hayward VS pump which they're not a bad product at all. Um, it's a great pump. They've really done a lot to improve it. It comes with a three-year warranty. I think the VS Omni 950 comes with a four-year warranty. So uh, again, it's a great pump. It's just that you're limited to the Hayward brand um, if you're going to go with the smart pool control. And it's, a, it's an easy way to automate your system. I have a video that I filmed um, converting a standard pool to a, a variable speed pump with the smart pool control. I made it a fully automated system where the customer can turn on their heater, could turn in a pool and spa mode, turn on their pool lights, um, all from their phone, the app on the phone. So again, that's the best way to do the automation there. You can all, of course, just do a full automated system through Jandy and Pentair also, um, but that raises the cost um, pretty tremendously. The VS Omni pump with the smart pool control, I believe is around twelve, thirteen hundred dollars um, And you get the VS pump, and the automated system, you would just have to buy the act valve actuators um, if you wanted to pull and spa mode control. So basically with that and everything, I would say it would run you about $1,500 um, versus a full automated system, which is probably double that cost to do it that way with a VS if you're going to purchase a VS pump also. So keep that in mind too if you wanted to go all out and do automation. It can also control the salt system. If you have a Hayward salt system, you can set the salt salinity level and um, the salt output level in there um, and all, all those things. So I'm just giving a little plug for the VS Omni because I think it's a great product that with the smart pool control and automation would be a great thing to do to make things much easier. You know, if you're at work and you're coming home and you want to use your spa with the uh, smart pool control, you can just push a button. It'll go, it'll go right into spa mode, turn the heater on. Turn the spa light on, and when you get home, you're all set to use it without having to wait and set it up yourself. So I really like automation. I think it's a great upgrade for your pool, but it's one of those things that you don't really need unless you um, can afford it and want to invest in it. It's better, I think, to have your pool built with automation than adding it later, but a lot of pools out there don't have automation, so you have to add it after the fact. Um, so I think that's the best one right now on the market at this point automate your system 
to give you full automation. So this is a great time before the season starts to think, or as the season's ending, to think about upgrading for next year and to get some quotes, to get some ideas of what you want to upgrade. Again, the pump would be my first thing for you to upgrade to a variable speed pump. The next thing I would recommend would be the filter and then the salt water system for sure uh, for convenience factor. And then the last thing would be fully automating your equipment pad. So it's definitely worth considering upgrading your equipment to make your life much easier going to the next season. If you struggle with your pool this year, you're going to really uh, be thankful and really enjoy your pool when you have the proper equipment in your equipment pad. This podcast is also brought to you by InuPools.com. InuPools has been helping pool owners find the right pool parts in 2001. With over 50,000 pool parts in stock, order online today and have the parts delivered right to your door. So if you're a homeowner looking for more resources for your pool care, definitely check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. I have an ebook available for $9.99, and I also have over 200 helpful web pages on my site. Again, you can check out my resources at swimmingpoollearning.com. And if you're in the service industry and you want more help with your business, I have a coaching program that for $10 a month you can text me, and for $20 a month you can call me. And you can definitely um, expand your business, or if you have problems out in the field, I can definitely help you troubleshoot anything that may happen out there. You can learn more about the coaching program at the dedicated website, poolguycoaching.com. And if you like these podcasts, I created an index where I have all these podcasts um, divided by category. And you can find the podcast index on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, on the homepage. Just click on that link. It'll take you to the blog where all the podcasts are listed um, in categories. You can easily find a subject um, since there's over 200 podcasts. Um, It's a great way to find the podcast or find a topic that you need at that moment. So again, I have a podcast index available on my website. And you can scroll down and click on different podcasts on different subjects. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.